Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, this is the FCS Beaver Podcast, where we turn up the heat on FCS football. Available wherever you get your podcasts, the FCS Beaver Podcast is presented by Betfred Sports and part of the Aaron Torres Media Feed. I'm Chris Sylvester, and week two is here. A lot of good matchups on the docket. More FBS, FCS games that I think could go the way of a lot of FCS programs this weekend while picking up the payment from the FBS host. Two check stealers, if you will, last week, William and Mary in Delaware, will now get tested against some good FCS competition in week two. One thing is for sure, we will be using the hashtag Fear the FCS across social media somewhere in week two of this college football season. We'll look ahead to who we've got on upset alert. We'll have our top five hottest matchups on the FCS Fever podcast. And Incarnate Word head coach, the leader of the UIW Cardinals, G.J. Kinney joins us to talk about that monster week one performance his team had against Southern Illinois and the upcoming matchup against Nevada. If you missed our week one recap show, Bet Fred Sports has jumped on as the official presenting sponsor of this podcast, the FCS Fever Podcast, and all things Aaron Torres Media. I'm going to break down some opportunities for you guys real quickly then we're going to dive into the week two matchups around the football championship subdivision. Betfred, one of Europe's biggest sports books. They started back in 1967. Fred Dunn got it going back then. Now in the U.S., they've hit the market in a big way. Official betting partner of the Denver Broncos, Colorado Rockies, and now the Cincinnati Bengals. Betfred Sports currently licensed in Arizona, Colorado, Iowa, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Louisiana, Washington, and soon Ohio. And with a lot of stuff to be voted on later this year, depending on what state you're in, that could be your home state soon. More importantly, they are the perfect partner for everything Aaron Torres Media and, of course, us right here on the FCS Fever podcast. 
They do more for their bettors than any other book. They've got in-person events with betting competitions, weekly promotions that offer you different opportunities, betting sizes, different patterns, and a personal touch you won't get in any other book. Betfred bettors have done stuff like throwing out the first pitch at a Rockies game, tailgating before the Broncos take the field. And in week one, when Arizona State hosted NAU, Betfred rented out a suite for many of its players at Arizona State. When you play in the Betfred Sportsbook, no one gives out more free bonuses than Betfred. The more you bet, the bigger the bonus. Here's the good news. They will be putting out lines for FCS games all season long. They are committed to being the best book anywhere for fans of FCS football. Again, Betfred, the perfect book for us at Aaron Torres Media and here on the FCS Fever podcast. And we could not be more excited about hooking up with Betfred Sports. They are our official presenting sponsor on the FCS Fever podcast. And here, here's your offer. Like, like here's, here's the catch. And it's not a bad catch. Here's the throw. <laughs> Betfred has a special offer for listeners of our show. All right? Betfred Sportsbook. Betfredsports.com. Here's the offer. Bet $50 on any college football game in week two, and you get 250 bucks. This is for new users in Colorado, Arizona, and Iowa. Learn more. Hop on to betfredsports.com. Get your deposit in. Start throwing money on these games. They're going to help you out. They're going to throw bonuses your way. We're working on an exclusive FCS Game of the Week line. Keep it locked here. Subscribe wherever you're listening. FCS Fever Podcast. And we will soon be rolling out that announcement on an exclusive FCS Game of the Week line. Now, the FCS lines don't usually drop until the night before or the morning of. Maybe you've got some... Wicked professor somewhere that's cooking up FCS lines on a Monday ahead of a Saturday matchup, but you just can't find it on the internet. Bet Fred Sports, make sure to jump on while they've got all these awesome specials, promotions, bonuses going here early in the college football season. All right, week two is here. 36 matchups on the docket between the FBS and the FCS. Here are some games I like but don't love for the FCS team. I like them. I think it's a possible upset game. I'm by no means calling it, but I, I think it is possible here in week two. Eastern Kentucky has another crack at the MAC. Out of the A-Sun, Eastern Kentucky nearly pulled off the week one upset against Eastern Michigan on the road. That was a one-possession game for most of the ball game, and Eastern Michigan did escape at home, but Eastern Kentucky... They've got another crack at an FBS. They go to Bowling Green, 4 p.m. Eastern Saturday. That game will air on ESPN3. I like Eastern Kentucky with that FBS game, a near-FBS win under their belt against a Bowling Green team coming back from just a brutal day at the Rose Bowl against UCLA. And Bowling Green jumped out to a 17-7 lead over UCLA, but UCLA set them up nicely through a pick, set up Bowling Green in the red zone, Gave them an opportunity at an easy score. Bowling Green also had a special teams touchdown in that game. So their offense 
didn't do a whole lot, and UCLA really flipped the script on them. I think they outscored them like 35 nothing. Uh, unanswered to end the game there. So they're licking their wounds coming back from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. I'm not calling it, but I think Eastern Kentucky will have a chance to win that football game on the road at Bowling Green this weekend. Elsewhere among the FBS-FCS matchups in Week 2, here's one that a lot of people are talking about. I've even seen this as the potential most likely upset of an FCS over an FBS in Week 2, and that's Holy Cross on the road at Buffalo. Now, remember, Holy Cross went to UConn and picked up an FBS win a season ago. Buffalo lost by three touchdowns Week 1 at Maryland. Well, Holy Cross, they're accustomed to being on the road already early in this new campaign. They won by a couple of touchdowns at Merrimack. Not going to be easy to win that game for Holy Cross, but they're in many of the top 25s when you look at the FCS polls. And I think Buffalo is certainly on upset alert this weekend. Uh, here's a matchup that I haven't heard too many people talking about, but I think it's because this team, a, a usual power in the FCS, and how quickly we forget, right? Like, Weber State had won four consecutive Big Sky titles. And they ran into James Madison a couple of times in the postseason. James Madison's no longer here. Weber State had a disappointing start to last season. Remember, they went up to the red turf. They upset Eastern Washington. We all thought that they might win out. That wasn't the case. They missed out in the postseason. Hard to really take away what improvements Weber State made from the end of last year and week one this year. But Josh Davis is in that backfield. He has had monster games in his Weber State career. Bronson Barron is healthy. He played well in the Division II blowout that Weber State had to open the season in week one. They go to Logan, Utah to take on Utah State. And, and while there's a lot of unknowns with Weber State, I like Weber State. I think Weber State's back in the FCS playoffs this year. But Utah State hasn't impressed me at all. Early deficit against UConn Week 0, and then predictably blasted by Alabama and Tuscaloosa last week. Utah State is supposed to be a top-tier Mountain West team this year. Kind of surprised a lot of people and wound up winning the Mountain West last year. I like Weber State's chances in this game. It seems like Weber is, is always right on the doorstep like an inch away from picking up an FBS win. And, and I don't think this is Jay Hill's best team by any means at Weber State. But just because of what I've seen from Utah State the first couple of weeks and and the resurgent season that Weber State kind of feels like they have to have after 2021, I think Utah State very much on upset alert against the visiting Wildcats this weekend. Uh, a few other games that I like. Uh, Idaho, we talked about them. Shout out Tubbs to the club. Uh, they go to Indiana. It's, it's their second consecutive FBS game. Hoosiers won on a last second field goal against Illinois in week one. This is not the Indiana team from two years ago that was, was beating almost everybody in the Big Ten. Indiana might have been one of the bigger disappointments in the FBS last year when you think about it. Type of expectations they had. They're in, a, they're in a precarious place in the Big Ten. And Idaho 
with Jason Eck, you just don't know what that dude has rolled up his sleeve. They looked really good at Washington State. It was almost frustrating that how they lost that game. And if you were to tell an Idaho fan like a week ago going into Pullman that they would have a frustrating close loss, I think they'd take it. We'll see how good Washington State is this weekend. They go to Wisconsin. It's, it's always easy to make the early hot take after week one. We try to hold off on that stuff here on the FCS Fever podcast. But I think Idaho got a puncher's chance against the Hoosiers at Indiana this weekend. Uh, Nichols did not have a good showing against South Alabama. I think that changes. They go to ULM, Louisiana Monroe. Remember, Jackson State almost got ULM on the road last year. Lost like 12-7. We'll see how good Nichols is, right? We'll see how good the Southland is after UIW and after Southeastern. UIW and Southeastern are still, in my mind, really good football teams. I mean, look, Southeastern loses Kelly. UIW loses Ward. Those teams retooled. Those teams retooled. Southeastern Louisiana has a tough FBS-laden schedule here at the jump. We'll get a better idea of them before they dive into Southland Conference play. But Nichols, I think they have a chance on the road going to ULM. Uh, Stephen F. Austin has really underwhelmed me out of the gate. They've really underwhelmed me out of the gate. Uh, I saw him in a lot of top tens before the start of the season. And you know what? They got off to, to a great start. We touched on this last week, but they got off to a terrific start in that FCS kickoff game against Jacksonville State before Jacksonville State went on a massive run to end that game, and it wasn't all that close. Stephen F. Austin fought hard. I think Alcorn State is one of the better HBCUs this year. They snuck out with a win at Alcorn State this past week. They still haven't had a home game, by the way. And now they go to Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech is seemingly always a solid program. Like, usually Louisiana Tech is, is an underdog that I like against a Power Five. Uh, they, they brought in Sonny Cumbie from Texas Tech. It, it's a true rebuilding year in Shreveport for Louisiana Tech. So I, I think Stephen F. Austin, if they can be the team that a lot of people thought they were coming into the season, I think they'll have a chance. The Lumberjacks take it on Louisiana Tech this weekend. Well, in 2021... UIW Incarnate Word made headlines with an early season FBS win at Texas State. Week two this year, they go to Reno, Nevada and take on a 2-0 Wolfpack team under a new coaching regime. I'll tell you, Nevada hasn't really impressed me. This game will be in one of our top five hottest matchups, and we might sound the upset alarms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But first things first, we caught up with G.J. Kinney, the first-year head coach of the Cardinals. Well, there were some really impressive week one showings in the FCS, but perhaps none as dominant as what we saw in San Antonio from UIW, Incarnate Word, 550 yards, 64 points, and a lopsided victory over, at the time, number nine, Southern Illinois. The head coach of the UIW Cardinals, G.J. Kinney, is kind enough to join us. Coach, that was quite the first impression against a really good Missouri Valley team over the weekend. The Southern Illinois game, obviously, uh, Kind of started off with some adversity, had a rain delay, and and um, you know so that that delayed us obviously a little bit, and then we obviously got to get out there and and uh, score some points early, jump up on them, and then then we had the the lights went off in the stadium, and never you know that was that was a first, so some more a little bit more adversity, and and uh, but you know our, our guys really handled it well, and that's that's what we preached to them you know all week was, hey you know we haven't ha- handled you know we haven't had any adversity really um as a as a staff or as a team um up to this point so how are we going to handle uh, adversity and obviously we didn't know it was going to be you know weather and lights and all that kind of stuff but um you know the guys handled it well the staff handled it well and and um, you know we were we were explosive on offense um you know that's you know that's who we want to be is a explosive exciting offense and and on defense i thought the defense you know played really well against that that offense man they had a bunch of playmakers a really good quarterback uh, they're very well coached um so to to come out there and, and I, I thought our d-line really got after him so that, that was something that i was very pleased with well for those that don't know gj kinney is in his first season at uiw comes over from central florida where he was the offensive coordinator you know you really set the bar high with with the Cotty numbers your team put up in week one were you at all pleasantly surprised with how everything kind of fell into place against a really good southern illinois team uh, I wouldn't say surprised. You know, I think we have we have really good players. Um, we have really good coaching staff, and and you know, you, you never know what it's going to look like, right? It's the first game, and and uh, so so you really don't ever know till you get out on the field. And um, you know, I thought I thought you know we played well on offense. I was, I, I think you know going back and watching is never as good as you think it's never as bad as you think uh, there's a lot of stuff that we need to clean up um and hopefully we take a you know um a, a jump between week one and week two as far as execution you know some of the the you know the points and all that we'll see how it plays out but i just want to be able to execute a little bit better um especially on offense hey now much of the offseason talk was about 
UIW's quarterback from last season, talking about Cameron Ward. I mean, he was one of the most highly sought-after quarterbacks in the portal before he landed at Washington State. I think the consensus was that, look, Lindsey Scott from Nichols is good, but he's probably not going to replicate what Ward did last season. Well, Lindsey Scott just casually threw for 391 yards, six touchdowns, also ran in a score. How special is this guy and it takes a lot more than just God-given ability, so to speak, to do what he did against the Southern Illinois defense. Yeah, I think uh, Lindsey's one of the top quarterbacks, if not, you know, the top quarterback in the FCS with his ability to to run the ball. And, and uh, everyone kind of knew that. But, uh, you know, when we got him here and, and the recruiting process and we get him out there on spring ball, uh, you know, he's super intelligent. Um, but then the way he throws the ball, I mean, he, he's got a live arm and he can make all the throws. And he's a special quarterback uh, for sure. And we're definitely, you know, glad we have him here at, at UIW. G.J. Kinney, head coach of UIW, our guest. The Cardinals, in a lot of preseason top 25 polls, they are in all of them now after the week one lopsided win over Southern Illinois. And you look ahead, coach, it's Nevada this weekend in Reno. They're off to a good start, much like what you guys are working with at UIW, a new coaching regime uh, with the Wolfpack, they are already 2-0. and uh, Do you feel like your offense can still execute those explosive plays against the Mountain West defense? You know, we'll see. Um, they're extremely well coached. Um, you know, they've created a lot of turnovers, nine, I believe, already in, in two games. One of their safety has three interceptions already. So, um, you know, I think Coach Wilson's done an unbelievable job, like you said, you know, taking over a program. They had a... Uh, bunch of transfers um you know come into the program so those guys building their culture and and for them to be two and oh um versus two quality opponents it's it's a testament to what those guys are doing over there and and uh, you know so it's a it's a huge challenge for our guys um i don't think you know we don't have to get motivated in practice our guys know the opportunity they have to, to play an fbs team you know like nevada on the road uh who's two and oh um, so I think it's, you know, going to be a great game and, and our guys are extremely excited about the opportunity. Do you get the sense that some of the guys that were on last year's roster that won an FBS game at Texas State uh, kind of are, are leading some of these newcomers and letting them know that this is just as winnable as any FCS game that's on the schedule? Yeah, you know, I think so. Um, we have a bunch of, of veteran guys that, like you said, have won FBS game before, and and uh, but really, but really, our focus has has just been on on Nevada and ourselves. You know, how can we execute better? What are the things that we did poorly in week one, and and uh, you know, hopefully do better. You know, week two. And what would you say the biggest key is here, week two against Nevada? Like, what have you seen on film? What must your team? do and what can't your team do to come on back to San Antonio with a coveted FBS win? Yeah, we have to take care of the ball. Uh, you've seen what their defense done uh, in the you know first two games. Like I talked about, you know, creating those turnovers, and they have a great scheme. and And so our guys have to take care of the ball. And you know, first time on the road, new environment. Um, so we got to handle the elements well. And um, I think on defense, you know, it all starts with with stopping the run. We got to be able to stop the run, and we know they. 
you know, they have two quality quarterbacks and, and um, you know, a couple of really good running backs and, a, you know, a couple of, you know, transfer receivers that are extremely explosive and good tight end. So, uh, you know, we're going to have our, our hands full, but, uh, you know, I think our guys are, are, are you know, getting ready. Uh, they're not there yet, but they're excited about the opportunity. G.J. Kinney leading UIW. Coach, appreciate your time, and uh, hope we get a chance to chat again soon down the line. I appreciate it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is all business for GJ Kinney and UIW. We will bring them up again in just a moment as we get ready for our top five hottest matchups of week two. Let's do it. It is the second ever edition of the FCS Fever Podcast Top 5 Hottest Matchups Involving an FCS Program This Weekend. Let's start with number 5, and it takes place in Brookings, South Dakota. These are a couple of teams that I predicted to pull off FBS upsets a week ago. At times, the games look promising in favor of these teams. I'm talking about UC Davis at Cal, South Dakota State. Of course, that frustrating 7-3 loss at Iowa where they didn't give up a touchdown, but a field goal and two safeties enough to fuel the Hawkeyes 7-3 over the Jackrabbits. This is a rematch of a postseason game last year, and it wasn't all that close. South Dakota State's only home postseason game in 2021 was a lopsided victory over UC Davis. This is the first game of this year's Missouri Valley Football Conference and Big Sky Challenge. I expect a South Dakota State win, but I'll tell you this. South Dakota State, after seeing a stout Hawkeye defense that might not match any other FCS defenses in 2022. They're going to run up into an extremely well-coached and a pretty good defense in UC Davis coming to town week two. I, I think the experience that UC Davis was able to get in that playoff loss last season will help them more than haunt them on Saturday. But at the same time, I do expect South Dakota State to not be held out of the end zone again. I expect Ranowski to play a lot better. Hopefully the offensive line is getting a little more healthy for the Jackrabbits. That really hurt them, especially in the second half against Iowa. 
I don't know if this is going to be a high-scoring football game like we saw when these teams hooked up in the playoffs last year. Miles Hastings got the quarterback job at UC Davis. Dan Hawkins, I wouldn't discount him throwing something funny at South Dakota State. I expect South Dakota State to win, but I would not be surprised if this was a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Up next, it's number four, and we'll settle in on the East Coast for this one. It's a matchup between the Campbell Camels and the William and Mary Tribe. Now, I wasn't originally thinking about putting this game in my top five before Mike London, the Tribe head coach, joined us in our week one recap show to talk about the upset win over Charlotte. Now, William and Mary, they were super impressive. They outscored Charlotte, an FBS program, 21 nothing in the fourth quarter. They've really got some poise well beyond the years at that quarterback spot, talking about Darius Wilson. Looks like he took a massive leap over the offseason. Mike London, when he was with us earlier this week, kind of joked and said, I don't even see any facial hair on that dude's face, but he's, he's playing like an upperclassman, like a veteran. Uh, he's a dual threat, and Campbell's going to have to worry about that. But I was very impressed with Campbell's defense against the Citadel in week one. And, and let's not forget, it was Campbell who just had the highest rated recruiting class in the FCS this past year. They hit the portal, they hit JUCO, they hit high school. A lot of needs were filled for Campbell this offseason. It's not going to be an easy game for William and Mary. There's a veteran presence on the Campbell's offense. Bryant Barr ran for over 100 yards in the season opener. He's a sixth-year senior. He's been through a lot of adversity. Uh, Campbell is very much a team with postseason aspirations this year. And, and uh, another reason why I'm not a fan of the big hot takes is because as good as William and Mary might have looked on opening night at a team's house who's moving to the American Conference next year, it's not easy to turn around and, and get up like that again. Now, it's the home opener. There should be a lot of hype surrounding the program, hopefully a lot of local support there. I, I think this has a chance to be one of the better FCS on FCS matchups in week two. I'd give the upper hand to William and Mary. I really like their defense. I like what they bring on offense, but this has all the makings I, I said our last matchup might come down to a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. This could be whoever has the football last wins the game in a matchup between Campbell and William and Mary. All right, number three. Yeah, there it is. All right, we whiffed a couple of times last week on FCS over FBS upsets. But you can sound those alarms because this weekend, the Cardinals of UIW are making the schlep from San Antonio to the biggest little city, Reno, Nevada. It's UIW on the road at 2-0 Nevada. Let's take a look at what Nevada's done. A narrow week one win, week zero win, should I say, against New Mexico State on the road. New Mexico State is one of the worst FBS programs they host Texas State, beat them with ease in their home opener in week one. Nevada, I mean, like, they're off to a 2-0 and start, but that's really all I can say about them. They've got a new head coach. They've got a new scheme. They've got some good running backs. You heard G.J. Kinney talk about it when he joined us just a moment ago. It's hard to think that Nevada is going to be able to match 
UIW blow for blow. G.J. Kenny sounded a little skeptical as to if his offense could have the same type of explosive plays against the Mount West defense this weekend. I'm going to call it. I'm going to say it happens. UIW, the Cardinals, the Southland, put a Sharpie on the map after they come on back to San Antonio with this Week 2 FBS win against Nevada. They did it last year on the road at Texas State. I'm predicting they do it this year at the house of a Mountain West. UIW over Nevada. I really like it. G.J. Kinney has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He's got the dynamite up his sleeve for the Nevada Wolfpack this weekend. Lindsey Scott, seven touchdowns, six through the air. He ran one in. I think his dual threat ability with the targets they have, the up-tempo they have, I think Nevada will be able to make adjustments during the game. I just think UIW is too darn explosive in the past game with the schemes on offense. I like UIW headed to Nevada to pull off that FCS over FBS, and I would love to throw out the hashtag and tag GJ Kinney on Twitter as well this weekend. All right, number two, we're looking at a conference matchup, an early season conference matchup between a couple of teams that took on FBS foes in week one, and now we'll get a better idea about themselves, we'd imagine, here in week two. It's an early Missouri Valley football conference meeting between North Dakota and Northern Iowa. Now, believe it or not, this is the first time since North Dakota joined the Missouri Valley, that they will have played Northern Iowa. you got to go back to 2006. I'm not kidding you. 2006, the last time these teams played each other. I, I was surprised by it. I mean, you just assume that if you're Northern Iowa, you play South Dakota, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, North Dakota, almost every year. Now, of course, North Dakota for a long time in the big sky. Before that, they were in the Great West when that was a conference. But it's kind of surprising to, to see that these teams haven't seen each other in more than 15 years. Northern Iowa against a really, really good Air Force team. They weren't all that close in week one. I thought they would hang around more than they did. But maybe Air Force is just as good as everybody's saying. I mean, Air Force is a 17-and-a-half point favorite against Colorado this weekend on Big CBS. Day and Williams have to play better. But Northern Iowa's always got a good defense. And to beat those guys in the Uni Dome, you really have to have a lot of things going right for you. The margin for error is so slim on the other side. What I like about North Dakota, what's there not to like about North Dakota after seeing what they almost did against Nebraska week one? Look, right about now, you could fry an egg on the head of any Nebraska Cornhusker football fan. But anybody that knows the FCS, understanding that Nebraska and all the hate around that program from that fan base and from a lot of college football, maybe a lot of angry betters after they squandered what was seemingly looking like a week zero win in Ireland against Northwestern. Anybody that knows FCS football knew that North Dakota was going to compete in that game. They knew North Dakota was going to compete in that game. Maybe not a tie score late in the third quarter, 
But I was super impressed by what I saw from Tommy Schuster. Isaiah Smith had a big day coming out of the backfield. Fighting Hawks were really impressive against Nebraska. And look, Nebraska could, could very well be as bad as they have been under Scott Frost. But I think, I think it's a little overblown. I mean, I guess we'll see next week when they take on Oklahoma how far off they are. But I think Nebraska is one of the better football teams that North Dakota is going to see on its schedule this year. And with the way they fought in a hostile environment week one, I give all the credit to Bubba Schweigert and the coaching staff there. They're going to have to replicate it coming up here in week two. It could be an even tougher game on the road in the Uni Dome against Northern Iowa. But I expect that one to be a really, really good game. And it feels a little out of place that we're getting a Missouri Valley game in week two of the season. But I'm excited for it. I'm all in on it. I think this is one of the best matchups of the weekend, and that's why we have it slotted at number two. All right, number one, who needs the NFL kickoff? Who, who needs it unless you're, unless you're popping on a line on Betfred Sports? Because we have the only college football game on this Thursday night of the week in the FCS. And guess what? It's a top 15 matchup. You've probably heard all about it by now. And, I, you know, I genuinely hope this gets more eyes on it than it normally would because there's no FBS games on Thursday night. They didn't want to conflict with the NFL opener. Here in the FCS, we're just built different. We're just built different in the FCS. That's why the FCS has its own fan base. That's why the FCS has its own podcast. Number 14, UT Martin goes on the road to number five, Missouri State, Thursday night. If this were the FBS, I think college game day would be there. Number 14 versus number five in week two. Now, you get a lot of this in the FBS because you have these scheduled neutral site games, the contracts that are inked years in advance. Like you have Texas-Bama. That's been on the docket forever. You had Utah-Florida. You had Oregon-Georgia, among others. In the FCS, usually the front third of your schedule is either filled with maybe a Big Sky Missouri Valley Challenge type of opponent where it can help your RPI, or it's filled with FBS opponents or a D2 or a non-scholarship league team. Kudos to the staffs at UT Martin and Missouri State for putting this game together. This is just a terrific game for the FCS. And like I said, it being on a Thursday night, I really hope it gets a lot of eyes on it. Missouri State snuck out a week one win, a couple of touchdowns over Central Arkansas on the road. That was also a Thursday night game. UT Martin, before they hit the road to Boise State, they play here at Missouri State on this Thursday night as the 14th ranked team in the country. UT Martin has already played the Missouri Valley, 42-25, a week one win over Western Illinois. Now Western Illinois not expected to compete whatsoever in the Missouri Valley this year. But out of the OVC, UT Martin could very well be the favorite. And remember, this is a rematch of an opening round one-point playoff game from a season ago. 32-31 in Springfield 
on that very day in November, on that very turf for Missouri State, their season ended against UT Martin. So just to add to all the hype surrounding the matchup, this is probably a game Missouri State's going into pretty angry. They're going to come out with their hair on fire, and UT Martin better be ready for it. I, I, felt, I felt like Central Arkansas did a good job of limiting Missouri State's offense last week. Missouri State's going to have to be better on offense. But, boy, Dresser win on the other side for UT Martin as good as it gets at the quarterback spot. 22 out of 37, 317 yards, three touchdowns week one against Western Illinois. Did damage against Missouri State in that playoff game last year. Look, it's, hard, it's hard to not like the revenge factor here for Missouri State. You can't help but feel like Missouri State has a little more motivation going into this game. And, and they'll be really excited to pop off in a season in which they hope ends in a deep playoff run here in 2022. I like Missouri State in this game. When UT Martin's tough, UT Martin's tough. And, and boy, what a big resume-building, RPI-boosting win this would be for UT Martin. So that's our number one matchup. It's got to be everybody's number one matchup this week in the FBS. Thursday night, number 14, UT Martin. Number five, Missouri State in Springfield. We'll keep our eyes locked on it while many of the others... The casuals turn on the NFL. All right, a special thanks to G.J. Kinney, head coach of UIW. We're pulling for him this weekend at Nevada. And a special thanks to Betfred Sports, our presenting partner. Until next time, I'm Chris Sylvester. You're listening to the FCS Fever Podcast on the Aaron Torres Media Feed. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.